Hello, Brian my love. Hello Emma dear, you seem to be of good cheer today. I'm just reminiscing on our holiday in New Jersey. We did have a rather nice time. I especially liked our outings to those little towns in Camden County. I absolutely loved our time in historic Haddonfield. As did I, dear. Having lunch in the British pub reminded me of home. My favorite part was having tea in Collingswood. Ah, yes. What was the name of that delightful tea shop? The Nutty Duchess Tea Room. That's right, located on Haddon Avenue in Collingswood, New Jersey. Oh Brian, I can't wait to go back. The tea was fantastically delicious. I really loved the raspberry scone with Devonshire cream. I agree, they were scrumptious. I can't stop thinking about the signature sandwich, the Nutty Duchess, made with thick, sweet raisin bread, stuffed with apples, cream cheese, walnuts, and raisins, sprinkled with cinnamon and confection, served with fresh fruit garnish. You're making me hungry Emma. Perhaps we can go back in the fall and try the pumpkin tea that Kevin has been raving about. I would love that. You did look rather darling wearing some of the hats that they have there. Perhaps I can schedule a small get-together there for your birthday as well. That would be fantastic. I'll go to their website now at www.nuttyduchestyroom.com and book a party for you. That's why I love you. Remember, next time you find yourself at the Nutty Duchess Tea Room located at 809 Haddon Avenue, in Collingswood, New Jersey, make sure to stop in for a royal treat and tell them 26 podcasts sent you. Welcome to 26 Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Second Chance, an opportunity to try something again after failing one time. In today's episode we give you the conclusion to the Morgue Chronicles. If you haven't heard the previous three parts we highly suggest you go back and listen to them before you listen to this one. Go ahead, we'll wait. For the rest of you, we join Lizzie and Noah at the hospital construction site overlooking a pit. We left them last time looking down in horror at the green glow being emitted from the pit. Without further ado, we proudly present, The Morgue Chronicles Part 4. Dessert is served. Lizzie and Noah stared down into the green glowing pit, their eyes not believing what they were seeing. In the middle of the pit was Dr. Ayres surrounded by a teeming mass of glowing ectoplasm. He seemed unaware of the hatred and anger that seemed to come off of the wriggling mass. Lizzie held Noah's hand tighter as she tried not to scream. The scene was horrific and almost too much to bear for the gifted autopsy technician. The mass seemed to become aware of the two new arrivals and changed its focus toward them. What's that glowing mass? I think it's the combined spirits of the bodies that were discovered. How many bodies do you think it takes to make something that large? 126. That's a specific number. Yes, it is. Before you ask, I just know that to be the number. It popped in my head. They're looking at us now. Is that why the mass just turned blue? Yes. They realize we mean them no harm. Why doesn't Dr. Ayer see them? And what is he doing down there? Wait, you really are seeing them. Just like you noticed the markings on the bodies earlier. Somehow you're seeing them. I don't know how that's happening. I've been seeing some strange things ever since the Christmas party last year. I just never told anyone. Since it seems so crazy. 
What do you mean since the Christmas party? You really don't remember, do you? I thought you were just avoiding talking about it since you didn't want anything to do with me. What are you talking about? It doesn't matter. Now isn't the time anyway. Short version is we kissed at night. And just like Scrooge, I saw what looked like spirits that night. I tossed it up to severe inebriation. But after hearing your story, I think somehow you either passed your gift or unlocked it in me. We certainly did not kiss. I would have remembered, trust me. I would not forget kissing the man I've crushed on for a while now. You've had a crush on me? What? Uh-uh. I've said way too much. Let's get back to the task at hand. Somehow Dr. Ayers is involved and the spirits are really ticked off. I just can't believe it. I still can't believe it. There has to be more to this. Dr. Ayers is involved somehow. But I don't think it's in a bad way. I can sense the man's spirits being angry. But not necessarily towards him. Angry at being here and at being disturbed. Not at Dr. Ayers. You're right, but what then is he doing down in the pit? We need to go down there to find out. Wait, there's someone else going down the side of the pit. Can you see who that is? Suddenly, the wriggling mass turned bright red and let out a blood-curdling screech. It headed towards the figure making its way down into the pit. The red glow from the mass was bright enough for Noah and Lizzie to clearly make out the face of the person. <gasps> is that Dr. Bobber? It is. What's he doing down there? It all makes sense now. What do you mean? How does anything make sense right now? Do you know the car that Dr. Bobber drives? Sure. Why? Think about his license plate. He has one of those historic state license plates. Um, number 126. What is the door number of his office? 126. What does his office phone number end in? Zero, one, two, six. How many bodies did I tell you it took to make that mass? Wow. One hundred and twenty-six. That can't be a coincidence, can it? That would have to be a colossal coincidence. Hey, something just occurred to me. Lizzie looked at Noah expectantly, waiting for him to come to terms with the possibility that his once hero, was in fact, possibly a villain. Today's date. What about that? It's December 6th. Oh, December is the 12th month and today is the 6th day of that month. Exactly. 126 is today's date. Look at the number in the trailer by the pit. 126. Why does the trailer have a number on it? It's a placeholder for what the physical address will be for the site. This is the future site of 126 Savannah Road. There's something else. Lizzie fearfully grasped Noah's hand, afraid of whatever else he had to say. Those three numbers add up to the number nine. <gasps> are you saying what I think you are? Yes, the sect of nine. Dr. Bobber would frequently talk to me about it. I never really questioned his motives, but at some point, I think he realized that I wasn't interested in talking about the sect and their beliefs. Our relationship seemed to have taken a turn at that point. He stayed friendly with me whenever we saw each other, but he stopped searching me out. 
Do you think he's part of the sect of nine? It would make sense. He was trying to recruit me. If that's true, it means Dr. Ayers is, is in, in trouble. trouble. Our dynamic duo quickly made their way down into the pit, intent on making it to Dr. Ayers before Dr. Bobber did. It seemed that the universe had a different plan. Dr. Bobber had a gun trained on Dr. Ayers, and the two of them seemed to be in a heated argument, as our two heroes neared them. I told you to stay out of this Albert. This is none of your concern. How can you say this is none of my concern? I can't let you put that cornerstone into the ground. You know what that will do. Of course I do. That's the whole plan, isn't it? For the portal to open, and let unlimited power into this world. Power that we, of the Sect of Nine can control. We will rule the world, and subjugate each and every man, woman, and child. Their wills will bend to our every whim. I can't let that happen. You're too late Al, nothing can stop us now. I disagree, so does this block of C4 attached to all of these oxygen tanks. Your sect almost succeeded back in 1929 at the Cleveland Hospital. You only managed to kill 123 people, otherwise we wouldn't be here today. Yes, it was quite unfortunate. My predecessors picked May 15th for that. They thought that subtraction would work and they could just add and subtract 515 to get a 9. They were obviously wrong. I am much smarter than that, and today, is the day of reckoning. In God's name, I can't let you do that. You think you can stop me by yourself? At that point, Noah let go of Lizzie's hand and rushed Dr. Bobber from the side, knocking him over. The gun that Dr. Bobber had been holding went flying somewhere unseen as they both hit the ground hard. Noah, what are you doing here? Get away from him before he hurts you. It's okay Dr. Ayers, we came to help. Lizzie, how are you here? I came with Noah. We knew something was going on and wanted to clear your name. We knew you couldn't have been involved. A bullet made its way through Lizzie, not stopping until it struck the steel beam behind her. Lizzie! Get off of me, you fool. Don't you know who I... Dr. Bobber did not get to finish his sentence before Noah struck him. The anger in Noah's punch was evident as he knocked Dr. Bob out. It was at that instant that police sirens were heard above the pit and the flashing red lights from the vehicles were seen. Chief of Police Tyree Clofton scrambled down into the pit with what seemed like the entire force following him. Thank you Tariq, for getting here so quickly. We got here as soon as we could. We were able to apprehend the other members of the Sect of Nine. They had the explosives on them to carry out their insane plan. How did you stop him? I didn't, my young friends over there did, at what cost, I'm not sure. The Chief of Police followed Dr. Ayer's gaze and saw a man crying, while he stroked the head of a woman lying on the ground. They were oblivious to the wriggling mass that surrounded them. It no longer glowed bright red, it was now a dimming pink and shrinking. Lizzie, please stay with me. You're gonna be okay? You're such an awful liar, that's a good trade in a boyfriend. Boyfriend? Of course silly, I remember the Christmas party. I had a little too much to drink, and used my liquid courage to tell you how I felt. Our first kiss was incredible. I thought it would never end. You whispered something to me as we left that night which scared me. I said it so low. I didn't think you could hear me. I heard you, deep in my soul. It was the first time that a man other than my father told me he loved me. I didn't know how to handle that. I was afraid. Afraid of not measuring up to what you needed. Afraid that our friendship would change, and we wouldn't know how to act with each other. 
I decided at that point to act like I didn't remember anything. I remember how heartbroken you seemed when you came down to see me with a rose in your hand. I talked to you about the party, leaving everything that happened between us out. I saw you searching my face for something, anything that would tell you that I remembered. You didn't find it, I could see the door shut in your eyes. I went home and cried that night at what I had lost. I didn't give up on you. I kept coming down to see you, day after day. I was hoping that somehow you would remember. I never stopped loving you. I know, I'm so sorry Noah. I wish I could have all those days back and have you in my life, as the man I love. Everything is getting dark Noah, I'm afraid. Just hold on Lizzie, this church is being brought down. Noah, I'm starting to glow. Hold me tight, I'm so afraid. Noah looked down at the love of his young life and noticed her start to glow a faint green. He also noticed another color coming off of her. There was nothing that he could compare it to. The only thought that immediately popped into his head is life. That is the color of life, and it was starting to fade as the green glow became brighter. Using what strength she had left, Lizzie sat up and kissed Noah deeply and passionately. She whispered into his ear, I love you, and the last remnant of the color of life faded from her leaving behind a bright green hue. Her body became slack, and Noah let out a cry of pain. I'm sorry Noah, she's gone. Tyreek Lofton, the chief of police stifled a tear as he watched Noah start to fall apart. It was at that instant that the pit seemed to have dropped in temperature by at least 20 degrees. Time seemed to have stopped as all the sounds of the sirens and bustling of the crime scene became silent. Nothing moved at that point. People seemed frozen in mid-step with the only thing moving a little pink butterfly which gently landed on Lizzie's hand. Noah, Dr. Ayers and Chief Lofton were the only ones to notice it. They looked upon the beautiful butterfly and were not surprised when it spoke to them in different voices. Noah, why do you cry? Lizzie. She's gone. We are only here but an instant, in the grand scheme of things. This should not surprise you. It's not fair. She was a good person. She suffered with the burden of a gift that brought her nothing but trouble and danger, and now this? I sense anger in you. It does not serve you well at this moment. It does not honor your friend. I'm sorry. You're right. I should have been the one, not her. She was innocent in all of this. As were you, would you truly give your life for her? Yes, I would, in a heartbeat. Perhaps. One day you will. For now, just remember to love each other, as if it's your last day together. You really are an interesting human Noah. You will have much more work to do yet. We will meet again. The butterfly then burned a bright hot pink and burst into a blinding flame. The glow from the flame slowly faded, leaving behind Lizzie, coughing. The bullet hole that had once been prominent in her sternum was no longer there. Noah hugged Lizzie, laughing with joy. Dr. Ayers and Chief Lofton were in shock at what they had just witnessed. Dr. Bobber had also witnessed the miracle, waking up, handcuffed on the ground. I would love to tell you that this is a happy ending, but that my friends, is left for another day.
Thank you for listening to 26 Podcast. Please leave us a 5-star rating on Apple iTunes, or wherever you listen. Did you know that we have a Patreon page? You can send us one-time or monthly support by visiting www.patreon.com slash 26 podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash 26 podcast. You can also now wear a t-shirt showing your support by going to happyfacespace.com and buying some of our fantastic merchandise. Be the first of your friends drinking from a 26 podcast coffee mug while wearing a 26 podcast t-shirt. Also make sure to visit our website at 26podcast.com. Some of us like to read your emails, so keep sending them to info at 26podcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at 26podcast. Thank you.